Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Hey, Spooksters, and welcome back to another bonus episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and as always, I'm joined with the lovely Jessica. Why, thank you, and hello. Hello, hello. And if you are confused with this bonus episode, (laughs) we are getting mid-swing almost at this point to our little side mini-series on the Hulu series called The Act. Yes. Uh, disclaimer, it is full of spoilers, as is all of our reviews of shows, movies, documentaries. So if you have not watched it at this point, which it's been done for a few weeks, fucking go get on that right now. Also, this is <laughs> anything that is a review has to have a little bit of spoilers because, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so I'm here and you're here and we're going to do this and talk about episode three, which is where shit's going to start kicking off. I decided to copy you and grab some rosé for this since it's Gypsy Rose. Ooh. Yes. I am drinking a vodka lemonade because we've moved into summer. Yes, we have. As soon as I transition my fucking wardrobe because I'm one of those crazy bitches who moves her winter clothes out of her closet, her summer clothes back into her closet, it got cold again. Right? I know. I started doing that too like last month and- and then it wanted to snow one more fucking time for like three or four fucking days. <laughs> I just want to say that there is no such thing as summer in Alaska. It's just spring. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah, it depends where you live because like. <laughs> you had to really think about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, from our perspective, yes. But it's like 70s or 80s. I mean, it depends. If you don't like super hot, the summers are perfect for you then. But it's. I don't know. I like the summer here. I hate the winter, but hey, you know. See, I would like the summer in Alaska and winter in Palm Springs. You know, I can deal with a little snow, just not a ton. I know you're like shaking your head no, but it's all good. No, but I mean like summer in Alaska, so you have the nice mm-hmm. like cool, yeah, like yeah. it's everything is lush and green and beautiful, and then you mm-hmm. go to the desert and dry out <laughs> over the winter. Like I think that's Okay. Retirement <laughs> plan. You me. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to pick somewhere else besides Palm Springs because... Why? <laughs> the desert doesn't sound that fun. And Palm Springs in the winter is so fun. It's like nice out. You can lay... You can get nice tans. It's like... Fine. It's like early summer where it's like just warm enough to where you can be in like tank tops and shorts all the time. Mm. But, you know, but not like hot dying. Like, I'm not saying let's go to the desert. Let's not go right now when it's like 100 degrees at 8 a.m. Yeah, no. No. I think okay. that's why you okay, winter fine. in the desert. Well, you got you got a couple decades to convince me, so to, to be continued. A we'll couple? See. Like, rude. <laughs> like, four? <laughs> there you go. Unless, you know, you and I win the lottery, and then, uh. then bye, bitches. We'll just do our podcast from where we're at. <laughs> Truth. But, yeah, so... There's our drinks, and as always, all our socials and fun stuff... Go to the show notes, click it, search for us. There you go. You'll find us. We out there. (laughs) We're everywhere at this point. Okay, so let's get started on episode three with uh, two Wolverines. 
I was like, when I, before I saw the episode, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Two Wolverines. <laughs> and then it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to kick it off, one of the biggest things that jumped out at me, and this is, I guess, to introduce this to the audience, because, you know, once you finish, I felt like once I finished the series, everything kind of like muddled together. So fun fact, we both rewatched these episodes oh, before definitely. our recaps. Yes, because we've at this point in time in recording yesterday, the eighth episode came out. Yep, had to do a little refreshers. But yeah, it's the biggest opening scene for me was when like Dee Dee was opening the mail from everybody that was sending uh, money to Gypsy, money to her because there was letters in there. Just, it was essentially fan mail saying like, oh, we were so touched by your story. This We just want to do a little something to help. And she's got this like badass like bag envelope thing that's like nest money. <laughs> nest egg savings. Yes, nest egg savings. So a fuck ton of cash. And she's got like a little drawing of an like a bird's nest on there of course Dee Dee does <laughs> oh god it's like Dee Dee at that point like for me I like if I hadn't known what this was about I would have been like fuck this bitch because like the fact that she's putting it away and Gypsy like they've already made statements like Gypsy's like we can't afford things or you know when in the first episode when Dee Dee tried to steal the necklace or stole the necklace for Gypsy mm-hmm. like those are the kind of shit that like I was like you have money because people gave you money because like in real life celebrities gave her money fucking Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton when they were married gave them money it's crazy right yeah so they weren't but you know that's part of the whole thing like leaving Gypsy in the dark Right. On all the things. <laughs> oh, that poor girl. Ugh. And then we are going to fast forward to when they are in the bathroom and Gypsy is doing her makeup because they're getting ready to go to a essentially like a little mini Comic-Con type of mm-hmm. type of deal. And, you know, she's like wearing a nice yellow dress and all of that. And like, obviously, Dee Dee's like kind of shocked, like Gypsy did a okay job with her makeup she's like oh yeah i'm a hot bitch yes and (laughs) then gypsy is she's trying to be trying to leave in her bell costume with her wig but Dee Dee is like nope uh uh-uh you should wear cinderella you should change my thought with i noticed two things and the second one i noticed more when when i rewatched it the first go around is the obvious one where it's like oh Dee Dee just thinks she looks too grown up in this one Mm -hmm. that's why she wants her to change yeah well because like if you really look at like gypsy rose like she looks like she has Mm -hmm. boobs in that dress Dee Dee dresses her normally in like a lot of layers and a lot of kid kind of prints. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of downplays her body. But the way that this bodice of this dress, like because she's filled in, like it's like, boom, sexy bell. Yes, because because at this point she's 19. She has adult boobs. Yes, she's developed. And, you know, and I like the excuse that Dee Dee gives is like, oh, I must have shrunk it. Right. And it like that was for me like. Because now, like, Gypsy and Dee Dee are playing this kind of, like, both in the dark thing. Like, Dee Dee is, like, Gypsy doesn't know about my money stash. I think I think Gypsy obviously did because we find out later in the episode. But it's, like, you know, she doesn't know how much money we have. And um, obviously Dee Dee doesn't know about Gypsy's, like, stay up night watching, like, how to kiss people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was another thing that she's transitioned from just makeup to... 
a little more curious about other things like like you said the kissing and then she also looks up like adult women cosplay yeah because yeah. at first she just does like i don't know if she, it was like girl cosplay or princess cosplay it was kids though it was like cosplay for girls and i think this is the moment that gypsy really like because at the very beginning of the episode or not that it's kind of weird because it's like this weird thing where gypsy at this point in time thinks she's two years older Mm -hmm. than she is so she thinks she's like 17 because her mom has at this point told the last she'd heard is that she was born in 93 well when they go to comic-con and they're like getting their wristbands and she's like oh she's 15 and i'm like you know an adult gypsy's like wait a second but i thought you said it because she goes oh yeah she's 15 born in 1995 and gypsy's like wait a second i thought you said i was born in 93 and i think this kind of meshes really well with the fact that like i think dd was starting to panic because in the bell costume gypsy looked like a 19 year old girl i mean by the way the wigs in the show like the gypsy has like Mm -hmm. That bell wig was all, like was snatched. It was perfect. I was like, "Where did you get your wig?" Right. I know. Can can, can they link who they got them from? <laughs> right, please. <laughs> I mean, some of her other wigs, like later on, but like that particular wig, like you could tell it was an expensive wig. Right. Like, that wasn't like a cheesy one, and like even her Cinderella one. So what happens is now that Gypsy has the bell on, because like Tara said, Dee Dee's wearing a yellow dress too, and she's like, "Oh, but we match." And Dee Dee still makes Gypsy change into her Cinderella dress because she doesn't she doesn't want to share the attention. She wants it on herself. <laughs> right. So but what's interesting is then Dee Dee changes into a blue dress. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She changes into that god awful jean dress with the goddamn like jewels <laughs> glued on. Oh yeah, her her wardrobe's terrible. Like like the character dress is terrible. Not that they picked terrible stuff, but that's obviously what the real Dee Dee oh, dress yeah, like. No. I, I think Dee Dee was like one of those people who obviously did that. Like it was another way of drawing attention to herself is like everything is about my daughter. I don't even care about my fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How to be the martyr some more. Right. Like it was like how to I, it, it is probably like, well, we spend so much money on gypsies, you know, medical that I have to wear these like grandma because they were like grandma clothes. Truth. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, did she just steal her mom's clothes after her mom died? whoops my bad no if you research that you knew her her mom was dead so right and they kind of say that because like you know they're like where's your family and Mm. there's like there's no it's just us Mm -hmm. so then they go to comic-con yes and here is where they meet two men well they run into their friend shelly who's like one of their neighbors i like (laughs) shelly i like her character too i really do I like And I like her boyfriend who doesn't have a single fucking line. Yeah, he's just standing there. I like she's like, Did you make did you make another kid cry? And he just shrugs. I was like, how did he make him cry? Like he didn't he doesn't talk. Right? So yes, they meet two men dressed as Logan or Wolverine, and one I guess is interested in Dee Dee, and the other one is interested in Gypsy. So we got both sides on that. <laughs> yeah it's definitely interesting i kind of want to talk about the dd one first because i think that is the more shocking because gypsy rose is not an uh, like i mean she was like when she was without her wigs and stuff i could see where people wouldn't be like "Ooh, she was beautiful but like she like she put her wigs on and everything she looked really pretty and she had a Mm -hmm. 
a bubbly personality. And I really think that anyone who's really into that, like, anime suit, like, those kind of superhero type things, which kind of seemed like he was, would probably very much enjoy that sweet little, like, hi. Mm-hmm. Voice that she has going on, you know. But the the Logan that's interested in Dee Dee, his name is Russ, mm-hmm. and how he breaks the ice is for some fucking reason. Oh, Dee Dee brought up the fact that because you know attention seeking Dee Dee. Yep. Like brought up the fact that she had been a pageant queen or pageant girl, mm-hmm. and that she had a talent. <laughs> Had a talent. And Shelly was like, oh, I was a pageant girl, too. What was your talent? And she's like, oh, no, no. She's like, I did a bit of yodeling. Like, what the fuck? And I was (laughs) like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Tara, you were in pageants. Yep. I guess that's going to be out there now. Yes, I was. We've already talked about this. Not not on here. We have not. A long time ago. No, I don't think so. I I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I was trying to skip over that, but here we are. Um, (laughs) uh, No, in my 15 years of pageantry, I did not ever see any fucking yodelers. Also, we're from California. Mm -hmm. You would be laughed off a stage. Yeah. You yodeled out here. Yeah. So that could also be why. She was from Louisiana. And it had to be, like, the 80s. Yeah, I mean, that would make so. sense, because that's, like, you know, prime, like, baton twirling and all that shit, so. <laughs> Do you remember that TV show on Nickelodeon called Hey Dude? No. Oh. It was, such a, it was like, one of my favorite shows. But they had, like, a, a beauty contest one time, and a girl was like, I'm going to teach you how to pack a suitcase. Oh my god! Wait, I think I kind of do now. I think I remember that. And she's like, "You," and I was like, "That's a talent," because <laughs> my mom should win. Right? <laughs> I was like a little kid. Yeah. I was like, "That's not a talent." But as an adult, you're like, "Yup." <laughs> yeah, as an adult, you're like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> <laughs> so then Dee Dee starts yodeling because they're like, "Dee Dee yodel," and she's like, "No," and they're like, "Dee Dee yodel," and she's like, "Okay, fine, I yodel." Like they didn't have to try at all. Like it wasn't like, no, come on, do it. No, do it. No, it was just straight like, please. Yeah. And then she's like, fine. Okay. If you insist. And it's like the weirdest yodel. And I'm. it might just be that Patricia Arquette doesn't know how to yodel. So they gave her like the weird little like line, <laughs> which good for yeah. Patricia Arquette. She like, she did that. And then Russ comes up and he's like, makes some sort of like sound. And he goes, you called. And it's like the weird like ice breaking moment. And then he, like, starts talking to her, and um, Shelly takes Gypsy Rose off to the side, which, of course, Dee Dee's like, I gotta go. But Shelly's like, no, stay, because, like, again, Dee Dee has to, you know, be up Gypsy's butt 24-7, but, I like, obviously, Shelly was just trying to be, like, a good friend. She's trying to get Dee Dee the D. (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) (laughs) So then they're then they're chit chatting and Dee Dee gets all weirded out. I don't even remember and like walks away mm-hmm. and tries to take Gypsy to the bathroom with her, but Gypsy's like, "No, mom, I'm fine. <laughs> get the fuck away." <laughs> Pretty much, like, get away from me. I don't want you. So he leaves her, and then Dee Dee goes to the bathroom, and then Dee Dee washes off her face because she like I think this is the moment she's like, well, I think my makeup, my gorgeous makeup, my daughter did for me, attracted me a honey badger. Oh, God, yeah, I took it not like that. I t- 
Uh, no, I thought it was more like what I thought was like she felt kind of stupid or something when she saw herself again because like there was those young girls in there and they were like really pretty and all of that. So she's just like, fuck, I'm old and like, you know, which I think was really interesting because those girls, it sounded like they were talking about like that one of them was pregnant. Oh, I don't even remember what they were saying. I wasn't like, and she's like, I better go get a guy while I still look good. Oh, I thought that meant because, like, they were young or something. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I wasn't fully paying attention to them <laughs> yeah. in the background. She said something about I'll be showing in a couple months. That's what I thought I heard. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. That Just that part. Mm-hmm. But then that's when Gypsy Rose, because Shelly's boyfriend, Dougie, made someone cry. Yeah, so she's like, chill out. I'll be back. And Gypsy takes that as her opportunity to go. <laughs> <laughs> to go wander the con. Well, and I don't even think it was like wander the con. It was like she saw Logan before and she was like, I'm going to find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she runs into him at that little uh, like booth table thing. And can we talk about the cock blocking Gamora that's there? Oh, yeah. Because she was all into that when they were talking. And then when Gypsy interrupted her, she's just like. What the fuck? So she's trying to get her to buy something to like rush her off. And Gypsy's like, I don't have money. I don't have money. So she's like gives her a fucking stuffed animal, which I feel like wasn't totally to be nice. It was to be like, you're a child. Here you go. Oh, that was definitely her yeah. intention. I could tell because she was like, one, like Gypsy Rose picks up these like shoes and they're like, mm-hmm. he's like hooker heels. Yeah. Like Harley Quinn hooker heels, like mm-hmm. total cosplay, like sexy time heels. And she goes, to, I remember Gypsy was like, do you have this in a size four? And she goes, no, but we have that same print on a Mary Jane in the kid sizes. Mm-hmm. And so then it makes the guy a little uncomfortable. And she's like, well, no, thank you. And then she's like, you know what you should be? You should be Ariel. Because, like, you don't have to move around. And it was, like, such a, like, that fucking bitch, like, how rude are you? Like, if you're that threatened by a little girl in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just, like, that actually pissed me off, like, for her. Because I was just, I'm like, I hope that didn't happen in real life, like. But Gypsy was just like, whatever, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's like, I'm gonna get my man, fuck you. And she did. <laughs> and she did. So, yeah, so then, like, she can't afford the wig. She got the little flounder doll. And then, like, that bitch, like, goes off to another customer, so then they start talking about how the flounder looks like an angelfish, da 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 da, and then and then the, the fucking this I hated this part. The fucking Delor. Can we talk about the Delorean yeah. part? I just the only comment before we move on from the Little Mermaid. He goes, "Do you yeah. want to be a Little Mermaid?" She's like, "No." They tried to nail her tail to the floor, <laughs> and I like that it was like the morbid <laughs> side of it that she was just like, "No." They like trying to nail her. No, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but let's talk about the Delorean now. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So before we get into this, I have to do my little comparison. So this character is different than a dude she did meet up with at the convention. So I won't give total end spoilers slash not spoilers. Well, I'll try to keep it with the timeline we're talking about with the episode. So in the show, she's meeting the guy at the convention, right? Mm -hmm. Well, in real life, she already had her fake facebook page mm-hmm. and she had been talking to a older man because this guy's about like 35 or something i'm guessing mm-hmm. they met up at the convention so see that that's a little little different there so but because i was like was he real did she meet somebody what the fuck mm-hmm. but anyway i'll leave the rest of that story for when we get to that part 
that's really similar in the episode. Anyway, okay. So awkward montage with music and the kind of slow-mo and all this bullshit when they're at the DeLorean because they try to stand in line. And of course, since she's in a wheelchair, everyone's like, no, no, go, you know, go ahead, you know, like. Which is such a weird thing because it's like, they were like, do you want to, like, obviously she was in line to take a picture in the DeLorean because every, that's what everyone else was in line for. They were just like, oh my God, do you want to come up in front of the whole line and have everyone stare at you? And, And she's like, no, no, it's fine. Then he like motions to the people like, everyone's okay with it i know like everyone's just like go and i think like if i was in gypsy's case like situation i would have done the same i'd be like okay because then it's like i'm gonna get out of it faster yeah because staying in line people were gonna be like are you sure you don't want to go ahead you you sure you don't want to be in the front right the whole time she's waiting yeah right so that's that and then it's just this awkward scene because it's like he's picking he picks her up to put her in the delorean and all that and it's just Sweeped her off her feet. Ugh, puke. It was just weird. I'm sorry. Because, like, no. But I do appreciate a good flat camera flash transition. Mm-hmm. Which, when that happened, I was like, ooh, I like <laughs> this. Because it was like, your, your bottle flashed at me. Yep, I have a smart water bottle. You guys can't see it. Sorry. It blinks at me if I haven't drank enough water or whatever. So it's blinking red right now. <laughs> I need one of those in my life. Target. Go to Target. Yes. Okay, so (laughs) one of the things I love about this, I love that they flash back and forth between Mm -hmm. in in all the episodes where they flash forward or they flash back into like the discovery of Dee Dee and it's like through the flash. Yeah. And I just think it like it's so interesting because then they go and they talk. You see Mel and her daughter and then Shelly and they're all sitting out on the front porch and they're talking and Shelly's remembering when Dee Dee calls her panicked. In the middle of the night, looking for the Wolverine, which kind of leads you to be like, which which one? And then it flashes back to them at Comic Con. Yes, so back at Comic Con, so they had their DeLorean montage. They are done, and then they go off to the side. And I think Dee Dee had came back to them at this point, right? She essentially they're like kind of still walking around, like, and mm-hmm. they're talking, and they're ha- like, I think they're just having like a good human interaction, right? Gypsy in the sky, and his name is Scott in the show. Mm-hmm. And then Dee Dee walks up, and Gypsy is in this like I think she's in a weird predicament because she's told this guy she's eighteen, and Dee Dee always yeah. acts like she's younger, a child. Yeah, yeah. So Gypsy, I think, is in really weird uncharted territory where she's going to have to talk to her mom mm-hmm. and Scott. In a way that makes them both, be- like, makes her mom believe she's still thinking she's 15 and Scott thinking that she's, like... 18. 18. Right. And in real life, she's 19. <laughs> in real life, she's a fucking been adult a year. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I know, like... Oh, this this is... I think this is when... This is when the other Wolverine came back, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he wants to come back. Because when Dee Dee's, like comes back and meets Scott and they're talking, she realizes that Scott is a threat to her way of life because she sees mm-hmm. the way Gypsy's looking at them or at him. And it's this big wide-eyed, like, my Prince Charming type moment. And Dee Dee's like, fuck, I can't have that. So what am I going to do? We're going to get the fuck out of here. We're going to go. So that's what she does. But before that happens, Russ comes back. Yeah, and this is what I was trying to accidentally spoil him in earlier was when hmm. he was like you know trying to find common ground and be like no i get it because 
I had a kid and da 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 da, but he died and <laughs> she's Which just so sad. Yeah, it was so sad, and she's just like looks shocked because she's like, oh fuck, because her bitch ass knows nothing's wrong with her fucking kid. I mean, yes and no. Like, I think that there's, I don't know, there's something wrong with, <laughs> with both of them, but. <laughs> I think what ends up happening is that because at the in the first part when he's talking to her, he's like, "What do you do? What do you like to do?" Yeah, he's trying to ask about her, like herself outside of Gypsy, and she keeps going, "Well, Gypsy likes," and he's finally like, "No, what do you like?" Mm -hmm. And I think it creeps her out that anyone would ask about her because she's her whole party line is. Well, I take care of Gypsy, and Gypsy needs so much to do, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So now that, like, she realizes that he understands what she's portraying, she's like, oh, okay. And then she obviously has the perfect excuse to get away, which is Gypsy needs her medicine. Because what dad of a sick kid isn't going to be like, oh. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. So then meanwhile, while they're having their conversation, Gypsy and Scott are having their own and he's trying to trying to be sly. So he asks about Facebook and that's when she's like, oh, I share one with my mom. And he's like, but you're 18. Like what 18 year old shares a Facebook with their mom? But in real life, she already had the Facebook at this point. But yeah, so that happens. My response would have been one with a controlling bitch of a mother. Right. But, you know, she was too like, she wasn't going to do that. (laughs) No. So they go home. And the weird thing is, is like, Dee Dee's like, oh, when I was younger, Minnie used to do that all the time to me. And don't you think he was cute? Oh, he was a little weird. But don't you think he was like, she was being like a teenage girl again. And Gypsy's like, yeah, he was. All right, I guess. Because, like, in her mind, she's like, he's an old dude. Right. She's like, no. (laughs) But I think there's also in Gypsy's head going, wait, if my mom is distracted, I can get away with a lot more shit. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Which leads to Gypsy's, their next outing when they're at the gas station. Because at this point in the show, Gypsy goes home and she's on the laptop and she decides she's going to create her her new profile. Which in real life, little fun fact, she made, I, I can't, I think she just, on the show, she just did her name like backwards or something stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, in real life, apparently she put her name as Emma Rose. Oh, that's what she says to, what is it, Lacey or? Yeah, Lacey knows about it because she's like, add me. And then in real life, like they talked on it like pretty often. So, right, you know, she knew about it, but she was just like, whatever. Gypsy's just got a Facebook just to have her little thing with, you know, by herself away from her mom, blah, blah, blah. Right. So she gets on there and then they're out at the they're out at the store or they're gassing up. And um, which I think at this point in time, she's probably like talked to Scott on Facebook. No, not yet. Mm-mm. It's after she gets the phone. In real life, it's all opposite. In real life, she talked to him before the convention even happened. Well, I feel the only thing is that like it makes it seem like they're texting. And how would he? She text him if she didn't have his number. This is a huge plot hole I have. No, no, no. It could be legit because some people's, especially like then before, like you know, people were trying to keep their stuff more private. Like your number can show on Facebook, like whatever number you register with. So she could have found. I just assumed she found it on his profile and then just texted him. That's so true, because, like, 
on the show Catfish, that's one of the way they find people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, even if your number's not listed, I like they would they could search with the phone number and then they could find the profile or whatever. Yes, I watched the show Catfish. <laughs> yes, I recently got bored at one day and watched like two hours of <laughs> Catfish compilations. <laughs> My favorite one was the ones that worked out that they weren't catfishing and it was just people being nervous. Oh gosh. It was like a 30 minute cry fest for me. I was like, they're gonna live happily ever after. All right. Well, while Jessica's crying. <laughs> so yeah, she uh, she buys this like track flip phone uh, at the gas station and of course hides it from fucking her mom. When she just like in the show puts like right behind her. Yeah, like right behind her back. It's like, um, those are bulky. And her mom pushes her everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So, but Gypsy was going to have to be sitting out with her stomach protruding, which, you know, then means that Dee Dee's going to be like, there's something wrong with her stomach. She has some conditions. It must be an underlying condition. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. So she gets the phone and she texts Scott and then they're having this awkward text convo because, of course, like the actors are reading it in their fucking voices. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh, make it stop. I don't like and it. And it's like, I like when they pan to him because he's like on a couch. Yeah. Like drinking a beer, yeah. like texting. And she's like sitting, like she's doing that like girl thing where they're like holding the flip phone with both hands. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she's having to text like T9 style. So <laughs> I, f- I feel for the bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck like, that. <laughs> right? 2011 was like way too, you had to have like a, no. No excuse for that shit. That's all she could get, though. It's not like she'd go roll up to AT&T and be like, let me get that iPhone. <laughs> she could have done Metro. Yeah, but how was she going to get there? Because she only snuck out at night. That's true. Spoiler. But anytime she snuck out, it was oh, nighttime. Damn. Uh-huh. Damn it. She did what she could, Jessica. You know, she could have probably got Lacey to do it for her. She could have got someone to do it for her. <laughs> but I digress. So her and Scott are chit-chatting. And then this is the cringiest thing of this episode. Uh, uh. She's like, it's our one-month anniversary. <gasps> and he's like, well, happy anniversary. And she's like, here's my address. In case, you know, you ever want to, like, send me a gift. Or take me away. Because she, she drops those, like, those creepy, subtle, like, things. Ah, yeah. I love you. She's like, do you ever think you want to get married? And he replies back, like, I don't know. I haven't met the right girl yet. Which every girl knows. Ooh, he just told you no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I want to have a winter wedding, <laughs> you know, so I can be a snow gypsy. Which is what she tells Lacey, because she tells Lacey, like, we're going to get married. It's going to be in the snow. We're going to have two kids, you know, once we're married. And she asked Lacey to be her maid of honor. Right. And just Lacey's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And at this point, like, Lacey, I would, as a friend, I'd be like, Gypsy, what are you talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. how, who, who is this guy? Yeah. But instead, I think Lacey also thinks that maybe it's, like, all in Gypsy's head. Yeah, which she says, like, during one of the, like, the flash forwards to, like, the murder night, so. Yeah. She's like, she would say things, but, you know, I just didn't take them seriously. Right. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Dee Dee always told everyone she had the mind of a child. So a child would be like, I met a guy and we're getting married, and it, like, bumped shoulders. Right, exactly. That point, then, 
you know, they're having their awkward fucking text conversations off and on. And me and Jessica are in disagreement with this. So you guys can let us know what you took of it, if whichever one of us is just like missed it. So there's a point where he says like, oh, I'm in surgery or I'm going to be in surgery or said something about being a fucking surgeon or doctor or some shit. He's just out of old folks home. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to go back now and recant my statement because there's no way he's a fucking surgeon. No, (laughs) (laughs) I just think that maybe like he could have been like I work in a surgical facility. Like maybe that's what he was trying to say. Like, Mm. like I work with people who've had like brains or surgery and to do rehab like because that's what i kind of thought it was not that he was like an actual surgeon right yeah but you know he's trying to play his shit up for her definitely questioned a 35 year old surgeon going to comic-con not really people are people can like what they want no a 35 year old surgeon doesn't have time to go to oh that yes that's true (laughs) they're like well in debt still and yeah and still trying to pay off student loans so they're like working every day yeah yeah, yeah. true so yeah so they're like so they're texting and it's nighttime and she's like i'm sure she was like hey babe how are you and he's like rough night and she's like oh my god what and he's like I'm in the ER. My phone's dying, which is universal for I don't want to fucking talk right now. (laughs) Anytime I've ever like the only person I think I really am honest with about this is Tara. (laughs) I'd be like, hold on. Hopefully my phone makes it before I get home because it's dying. (laughs) Everyone else. I'm like, my phone's dying. (laughs) I have only 85% left. (laughs) Because it's like, how do you argue with that? Like you can't see their phone. Exactly. Except for I do that with Thomas, too. Like, when we used to have the same, like, charger, he'd be like, yeah, we'd be somewhere, and he'd be like, I need to plug my phone in. I'm like, but my phone's dying. He's like, and he's like, okay, he learned. He's like, what percent do you have? And I'd be like, <laughs> four. And he goes, 94? I was like, no. Yes. Fine, dang it. I'm like, and I think this is universal. Everyone is their own, like, cord hog. They're like, I don't want to yeah. share. Right. So I'm glad me and Matt have different phones because I get my own. I don't have to worry about that. Well, now that I, I have the note, I have a different like charging point. Nice. So Gypsy like takes this moment as my phone is dying and I can't really talk to be like, I'm coming to see you, babe. Oh, God. Yeah. Because homegirl throws on her red wig that he gifted to her after this one month anniversary thing. Oh, for their yes. one month anniversary. He gifted her that damn red yeah. wig. So she throws that on. Her mom's passed the hell out and she rolls on up. Well, walks on up to the fucking ER. My favorite part is she walks past her doctor. Right. And he's like looking at her mm-hmm. and she's like, whatever. Like, yeah. Like, I might know her. Whatever. Nah. So she walks in and she's like, oh, my God. <gasps> god are you okay and he's like what the fuck like you can like and the first thing he's like you can walk she's like yeah I, and she's so nonchalant about it yeah mm-hmm. i can walk yeah like uh, yeah about that <laughs> i would have been like can we talk about it later don't say it too loud yeah and then he's like what are you doing here and she's like well i had to come take care of you because i don't understand it like i get that gypsy like i really feel for her when she gets out of prison mm. because I hope they teach her life skills in there. I know she's going to cosmetology school in there and everything, but they need to teach her the ways of the world as in like someone needs to be like, girl, nobody gonna, cause that's the thing. Like later on you, you basically get the fact that she's looking for a mama to take care of her. 
mm-hmm. in that same respect. Because granted, Dee Dee didn't ever let her do anything. She couldn't vacuum. She couldn't do any of that shit. She didn't clean. Yeah. None of that. So she's like, I'm going to take care of you. And he's like, you're so tiny. Like, that's my favorite comment. He's like, you're so t- you're the same height as when you're sitting in your wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. I think he or no, I think he said "Um, you're you look taller when you're sitting in your wheelchair. Yeah. And so he's just like, you're so tiny. Yeah. And she's like, he he he. Like that creepy little fucking girl giggle. Yeah. Yeah. I think like what? She's like five foot or something. Like she's pretty small. She's short. Yeah. So then the one thing that irritated me is she was like, do they give you anything? And he's like, uh, you know, some topical or local because like, you know, because they reset my nose. Because he got into a bar fight is why he's in there. Yeah. And um, she's like, did they give you did they give you a Norco, a Percocet, a Xanax, an ad an Ativan? Like, I'll go ask them. <laughs> I'll go get it. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I told them they can't because I told them I was drinking. And she's like, silly, you don't have to tell the whole truth when you're in pain. And I was like, bitch, you're trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like, he was drunk and you want to give him a fucking Norco? Like she don't fucking know right but that's the weirdest thing because i I was like does is that how dd gives her drugs because that was where i took it was that dd would be like oh but you're in pain honey here take this extra medicine mommy needs you to go to sleep (laughs) ridiculous and so then they go back to scott's house Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they piss off his roommate yeah <laughs> he was like, "What the fuck?" That was like my favorite part of that. He just comes out, "What the right. fuck?" This is when you really truly know that he's not a thirty-five-year-old surgeon. No, and she's like, "I'll take care of you." And she like runs into the kitchen to get him like an ice pack. And there's obviously these are two dudes, so they don't have an ice pack or you know frozen vegetables. She has to like get otter pops essentially <laughs> with a with a cloth <laughs> and like put them together. Yeah, and then they kind of start making out on the couch. Gross. And then, bam, mama shows up. Here's mom. <laughs> yep. It's just like when Dee Dee, like, when he opens the door and Gypsy stands up and she's like, mom, how did you find me? It's like, well, it's not that hard. You were talking to him mm-hmm. at Comic-Con and you're a dumbass. And then, one, I don't know why Gypsy believes her mom ever because... Obviously, she's lied to Gypsy her whole life, and Gypsy kind of knows this, because at this point in time, she knows she's fucking 19, Yeah, because she found her Medicaid card Mm -hmm. that said she was born in 91. Right. When Dee Dee wakes up and finds her missing, Gypsy has left a note that says, I have run away, and I'm going to get married, and we are going to have kids, which is such like a a little girl way of doing things, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. Love, Gypsy, your 19-year-old, and she, like, underlined it 17 times, daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't even know how to react to that. (laughs) Right? I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. And then Dee Dee shows up, because that's where she calls Shelly. Right. Yeah, that had to have been. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she she gets, shows up at Scott's house, which, good for Dee Dee. She's a sleuth. Like, seriously. Like, how the fuck did she find out where he lives and everything? Jeez. Right. So then Dee Dee is like, come on, Gypsy, let's go. And she's like, I'm going to stay with Scott. I'm going to live here now forever. <laughs> and you can kind of tell Scott's like, Scott's like, oh, shit. Because mm-hmm. at this point, Scott doesn't know she doesn't have hair. Right. 
Scott doesn't know anything about her except for that she was in a wheelchair and now she's not in a wheelchair. And everything that they've ta- kind of communicated that they've talked about has been this, like, fantasy delusion shit. Right. So then <laughs> Dee Dee is like, Gypsy, let's go. And Gypsy's like, no. And she's like, Gypsy, come on. And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't, you know, I don't think no. And she's like, okay, I get it. You have a friend. But this isn't the way to do it. You need you guys need to take time. Your friend yeah. can come to the house. We all can get to know each other. And at this point, Scott's like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Like, I could do that. You know? And mm-hmm. she's like, come on, Gypsy, let's go. And then Gypsy's like, no. And Titi goes, do you want me to make a scene? <laughs> and I was like, oh. I would have been like, fucking make a scene, woman. What are you going to do? <laughs> right? <laughs> and then Gypsy's like, no, mom. And then leaves. And as they're leaving, Dee the bitch Blanchard turns around to Scott and goes, I don't know what she's told you, but she's 14 and like walks away. So if I was Scott, I would be like, shit. I was just making out with a teenager. Barely a teenager. It's to catch a predator. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in real life, I can tell you the rest of that story now that we've talked about that. So in real life, they actually, her and the dude actually left the convention together and went back to his hotel room. Ew. Nothing happened. Scandal. But Dee Dee showed up and basically did the same thing. But she had something that had her fake birthday on it and was like, look, no, she's a fucking kid. Like, stay the fuck away from her. And then after that, he was like, oh, that, no, uh-uh, bye. So, yeah, really similar, kind of gross-er-ish almost because <laughs> they went to a hotel, you know? But, ugh. I mean, later on, you're going to see that Gypsy doesn't have the highest of standards when it comes to her love life. Mm-mm. And that, <laughs> I don't even, like, know, without giving spoilers, you're going to be like, what the hell? Because, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah. So, <laughs> we'll digress. So, yeah. So, they leave and they go home and that relationship's fucking done. The The part that really, like. For me, uh, if I had been Gypsy, so they get in the car and fucking Dee Dee reaches over and grabs her wig and throws it on the ground. Yeah. And Gypsy's like, oh shit, I've pissed my mom off like more than I- my mom's mad. She's mm. not upset. She's not scared. She's mad. And then they get home. Yeah. And they go to get out of the car and Gypsy goes to get out of the passenger seat and Dee Dee's standing in front of her door. And this is, like, for me, like, if I had been Gypsy, I would have just been, like, move. I'm walking from now on. hmm Because this could have all been explained away. Yeah. It could have been, like, you know, Gypsy has been secretly right. working on, you know, trying to rehabilitate and that this is a win. And, you know, and then, you know, she could, Didi could have mm-hmm. spiked something and have Gypsy fall down. Like, in the afterlife, please listen, you missed an opportunity here. Um, but I think this goes back to the point where it's like, I don't know why Gypsy just never stood up in front of someone else. I don't know. I just think the mixture of like her love slash fear of her mom, she just, I don't know. But I I think like, and I think this is where it's like a child. Cause like, obviously we know, we know what happens. We know that Gypsy has someone kill her mom. When I, I really started to think about this. This is the child solution to this. Mm-hmm. Because think about the real true fairy tale stories. The bad guy always dies so that the good princess can get away. True. 
True. And so you have, in Gypsy's mind, the only way I'm ever going to get away from the evil queen is the evil queen has to be dead. Yep. That's true. So essentially the end is just that it's like they go into the house and there's like this Dee Dee makes Gypsy like roll up on her own until she just absolutely can't. And then Dee Dee like pushes her, which is like the creepiest thing because it's like I was actually scared watching that moment because like Joey King, who plays Gypsy, is like doing this like it's really hard. I can't really. And there's like Dee Dee's character is in the background and she's not like fully focused but she's like this looming presence. And then mm-hmm. Gypsy starts to roll back down the ramp because she just, she couldn't. Yeah. And it was kind of like this thing where it was solidifying, I'm in control. Like, you need me. That was like the part that, like, this is the moment where I'm like, why, Gypsy? Why didn't you just get up and walk up the ramp? It's nighttime. No one was going to see you. Right. It was late at night. You know, this could have been a thing where, like, you know, she had a walker where, you know, she could say to Gypsy, no, you need to use the walker. I don't know. There's just things that could have happened. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yes, that is episode three. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. If uh, you have any different opinions on any of it or whatnot, other things we didn't catch, um, let us know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we will be back next week for uh, episode four. And this is when shit starts to get interesting. Ooh, it does. Super exciting. So yeah, um, we will see you guys on Monday for our regular episode. And we'll talk to you then. Bye, guys. Yes. Bye. Bye.